Hello and welcome to Canberra Metalhead. You've got Marky Malthus and JDK. Tonight we'll be catching up with the boys from Bellwitch here on Canberra Metalheads. Okay, that was Bellwitch with Rose. Of Endless Waves. Nice doomy intro there. That's probably the um, the heaviest intro that they have out of their out of that album. So it's uh, good to kick off the show with a with a bang. Yeah. Let's play the Doom song. <laughs> yeah, we're getting through some Doom um, on the show uh, today. And um, you know, it's been a little while since Bellwitch played in Canberra, just finding a right time to release the interview that I pre-recorded with them at the basement. Yeah. Um, so it actually predated, uh, Jay coming on the show. So that one, there's just me. Um, but it was a rad interview, good two bunch of dudes to chat to. And also not often you get, um, a chance to chat to, um, international, um, bands. So yeah, man, I'm jelly. <laughs> it's, um, it's good to take the opportunity when we can. Oh man. Sick, sick. Cool. And that was also on a, um, on the bill with, um, some other, other bands, uh, within the, within the scene. So if uh, everyone went to that gig or heard about it, they're also playing with a band called Conan. 
don't know why I need to give them like an introduction like you've never heard of them before. Big band, especially playing in, in Canberra. needs no introduction. <laughs> Such a strong name um, and, a, and a big name in the scene. Had a pretty big following too for the uh, for like a, um, a Sunday night, I think the gig was yeah, on. Yeah. Get some good crowds coming out. People yeah. just patiently um, hanging out to, uh, to see some of their favorite bands. Yeah, man. Well, you put Conan and Bell Witch and yep. those kind of a- any band bands with Witch in their name. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I'm, you've seen the movie. Conan was with a witch once. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah. um, man. Conan's awesome. I've been into those guys for a little while. Yep, I, I love going out to their shows. Yeah, that's and, it. You know, the caliber of, of 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 metal around town is just getting better and better, man. Yeah, it's good to not only have. Um, bigger bands play locally but also you get the supports from the local bands that get to be on the same bill yeah well just putting it out there canberra has some of the best bands <laughs> and some uh, of the... you know all pretty humbled yeah it is good man it's good to get it out there and play bands that uh you know might not necessarily get to share the stage with some bigger ones yeah. normally so it's starting to grow and get bigger and better and it'll only keep growing and only keep getting bigger and better Especially with everyone going out and supporting stuff, which everyone's Support been doing. your local show and band. Yeah, even if it's your mate's band, you've seen them heaps of times, still rock up. We spoke about that on the show uh, previously with um, the guys from Escape Syndrome. They're saying that, you know, sometimes they don't always, their friends don't see all their shows because they've been out to a lot of them. But, you know, it's not just your friend's band. There's also other bands on the bill. Yeah, man. Always go and watch all the bands. Exactly, man. So um, we find a new favorite. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's why it's good to have bands playing with others because you know you never know what um what you don't know, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, you might find a new genre or a new whole thing that you never thought existed. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, speaking of uh, some of the bands and bills that have been on, uh, we've spoke a little bit about Conan already. So here's a one of their tracks. This um this one here they played at the basement. So. It's a cool little callback to that gig. Also, if you weren't able to make it out, this is what you missed. So this is Conan with Fault Thrower here on Canberra Metalheads. Skate.
Okay, that was Grand Duke with Ancient Satellites. Before that, we had Witch Girl with Pan's Daughter. And at the top, we had Conan with Vault Thrower. Doom Bracket there with a little bit of um, Grand Duke at the end just to cap it off. I don't know where to quite categorize those guys, but all I can say is it's a um, bunch of talented musicians all coming together to perform, you know, some great music. Um, it's sort of more alternative. We've had them on the show before, and um, it's, uh, yeah, always love to play their stuff. And obviously, Witch Skull can't play them enough lately, uh, especially in a in a Doom show. Put them on as much as we can. It's just a shame that they've um, only got two albums. I'd love them to have like a whole a whole library of stuff for me to choose from. But at the same time, appreciate what we've got. With excellence takes time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if if it was rushed, it wouldn't might not be as as um, as cool as what it is. So, like I said. I don't want to act. It's like nearly if you went, if you go back in time, you don't want to touch anything to wreck the future. <laughs> <laughs> Super butterfly effect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, which girl just keep it as it's going because I don't want to affect that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so that was our, that was a doom bracket there. And uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we've uh, I had a chance to catch up with the guys from Bell Witch at the basement. So uh, we'll be listening now to uh, that interview that I did with them. Uh, but to lead into the interview, I know that they have a massive 80-minute song, which we spoke about in the interview, and uh, they've agreed to just let me play uh, play a snippet of that song as a teaser. So here's um, here's some of their um, of their latest song for you uh, to get a taste of, you know, what the whole song's like. And uh, if you want to hear more, go and check that one out. It's on. Um, it's on Spotify and it's also available on the, the single album that has that song. Which this is Bell Witch with Mirror Reaper. Here on Canberra Metalheads. Welcome to Canberra Metalheads. You got Mikey Malpas and the guys here from Bell Witch. From left to right, we've got uh, Jesse Schreibman. I uh, play drums, organ, and vocals. Dylan Desmond. I do bass and vocals. Awesome. Uh, it's good to have you on the show. And also being a two-piece, you got like multiple instruments there. So yeah. the listeners have to get used to the fact that you're not just doing a single instrument. Um, a lot of the time, 
it'll be, you know, hey, I'm the vocalist and I'm the guitarist. So it's yeah, very, very yeah, cool yeah. To, yeah. to mix it up. Yeah. Actually, I think you'd be the first two-piece band we've ever had on the show. Ah, so, cool. Cool. And we've got both members here, so that adds awesome dynamic. Hell yeah. Happy to be here. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's good. Thanks for catching up with me. This is the start of the tour. So, uh, for sure. First, um, first Australian date. How's, uh, how's things kicking off? All, all off on the right foot so far? Yeah, so far so good. We got in to the country like two days ago. I think each of us had like 25 hours of traveling. And we, uh, personally, I, th- I think that I adjusted to the time pretty quick. Yep. Feeling awake right now. It's kind of getting into the evening time, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's that first initial like um, date on the tour, I guess, is when you sort of set the 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 pace for the rest of it I guess sure, yeah, like yeah. it can definitely add up you know like if you have a massive weekend these days you just me I know I'm sitting here like man I'm paying for that weekend on Wednesday yeah, still you know sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine what it'd be like if, if it's a tour as well sure you gotta wonder how many shots you took that you don't remember <laughs> yeah <laughs> still hurting you days later yeah yeah, yeah you're like oh right, well, <laughs> even if the ones I remembered counted that's yeah, right, gonna right, hurt but so far, we've been really well taken care of. Everyone's been really cool. Yep. Um, yeah. Backline's great. Everything's good. So Yeah, right, man. No, that's good. Like, exceptionally good. Exceptionally good, yeah. We, maybe we, the best. We were just back there talking like, wow, that, that all sounded really good. The gear is, like, top notch. It's awesome. Yeah, so. Awesome. And, and the other thing is, too, like, being more of contrast to other venues, you get to know that more. Like, yeah. bands that obviously play at the same venue, like, regularly, they can see the improvements within that venue, but you're getting like a direct contrast from here to other places around. around. Um, yeah, 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 good, yeah for sure. Know? Yeah, so it works, works out better. What's that? Hey, we're about to get some food. I've been here, um, I was hearing that this venue's been making a lot of improvements like every couple of months. Too. Yeah, yeah. Getting, like, uh, Is this the first time you guys have been, yeah. been here? Yeah, so, um, I've, like I mentioned before off mic, I've been working here since 2012, just on and off. It's been a casual position the whole time. But when I first started here, the capacity was like 200. Oh, wow. And um, we had a... Probably uh, more than double that by now. Huh? Well, look, so we, we had a... Um, I remember the first new year. I moved here in like, I think December, start of December um, and of that year. And I, my first big shift here was New Year's Eve. And the line was down the street, like people were getting off the bus and they were in the line. Okay, and that was that was our capacity. Um, and right now, as of a couple of months ago, when they knocked that wall out and extended it to the restaurants, up to six fifty. Whew! So that's awesome. Yeah. So, and do you know what controls capacity? It's just purely like sprinklers how, and shit. Yeah, you know, bathrooms. Yeah, literally <laughs> bathrooms. exits and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so as you might have heard before, there was food that came in, so we're, yeah, yeah. We're, get, we're getting uh, getting all the atmospheric noises of, of being around the bar environment, <laughs> so that's good. We've actually had feedback on the show, people saying, like, I love the live ones because it, well, you're getting all the, all the atmospheric sounds. Now you can get a little bit of chewing in there. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, man. Hey, good. This is why we didn't use lapel mics. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so... That's good. It's good to, good to hear the feedback on the venue, and also hear that the word's getting out and getting around. We actually I've interviewed a few bands this way, just at the venue, and um, I've had probably you know three or four of the bands that I've um, talked to specifically mentioned that oh like this place has gotten bigger. Or, oh, yeah, this got place is this stuff. place is great. Yeah, I was just talking with um, with Cam, who's on a, on a crew with us, yep. and he was saying that like every 
every time he's here that like something has expanded or something's kind of um, been improved upon. Yeah. And he's making a good point. He was like, you know, a lot of times you go to a venue every couple months, it looked a little bit shittier, <laughs> a little bit more trash. Yeah. And, like, and he's absolutely right. Um, yeah. And that, that's cool. To, I mean, this place, place is great. Like, we walked in the door and I was like, whoa, this, everything's clean. And yeah. I and I heard the kitchen just open. Yeah. And the burger's good. Ah, that's cool. Oh, good, man. I'm glad you liked it. Like it but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. Uh... It's cool to have venues like that. Yeah. yeah it's, I think it's great. It, it is. Like, you, you get a metal vibe from it. It's predominantly a metal bar. Sure. But, like, look, we have some um, some promoters um, do Triple J stuff here as well, which is, like, the popular radio. The, oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. Sort of, it's more like the indie radio. Sure, station. sure. So, Probably a great space for that. Yeah, and we get good crowds in here, uni crowds, look, things like that. It's just completely versatile, but it's got this, like, metal core. Yeah, it's nice to have variety. With a good, solid foot and every and a concrete foundation in the... Yeah. Uh, Something the other good thing is, uh, you know, the restaurants next door and bought out the pre-existing restaurant that was there, mm. being a separate entity. There's no noise complaints anymore. Oh, right. hey, so right. there's no there's basically same owners um, that own both. Yeah. Cool. That's good. That's yeah. Good. So there's no there's no real actual noise restrictions. That's perfect. Being a fairly industrial area. It's the best kind of neighbors you can ever hope for. After five o'clock, yeah, there's yeah, pretty totally. much no no uh, restrictions on noise. So nice. that's killer. It's like a bus stepper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's perfect. perfect. That's perfect. great. Yeah, but uh, and that seems to be the biggest thorn in the side of a lot of live music in Australia is like the noise restrictions as places uh, like Transit Bar in the city sure. that are right next to the Waldorf um, mm-hmm. Hotel, which makes it difficult yeah. for them. So. And that can be the. I think that's the case in a lot of cities too. Yeah. Like uh, the venues in Seattle have problems with it. Some, not all, of course. Yep. And then there's some in cities where the show has to be done by like you know. Uh, 10 or 11 p.m. Yeah, it's kind of like, whoa, what kind of like your shows should kind of start to be popping right around then, right? Or in France, where they just make you go to 90 decibels and have no fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> Don't even eat earplugs at that point. Mm-hmm. It's like the um, <laughs> for 60 decibels, I think is what. Yeah, is it 60? no offense to the French. <laughs> yeah, we know what you mean, Jesse. Yeah. They, they try just, to have fun. Yeah, <laughs> they just have restrictors on the fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fun like, restrictions. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the. Um, like the restrictors that they have on sort of like uh, L-plate approved motorbikes and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can only go to a certain <laughs> like you, you can speed. You can ride a motorbike. You just can't do it like everybody else. Right. <laughs> so did you guys come straight here fr- from like overseas or did you? Yeah, we flew to in. The, today? Um, we flew in from, to Sydney maybe. Uh, on the 5th. The 5th, yeah. Which was the 3rd for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yep. I guess maybe the 4th for us. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, we got here and then yeah, just kind of hung out that night and um, hung out yesterday. Do some cool uh, touristy stuff. Yeah, cool. I mean, neither one of us has ever been to this con. I, I don't think either one of us has ever been below the equator before. Nope. So this is a or the equator. <laughs> like two and below, <laughs> Sorry. including the equator. I was just making fun of how you said that. Well, how did I say it? Equator. How do, how do you say it? Equator. Oh wow! I never noticed that before. <laughs> the the difference there <laughs> it's is the little so things. Small. It's the little things in life. It's, They're very it's important. It's like I still probably my favorite ever Yahoo answer was um, how many um, islands are there in the um, specific ocean? And the specific dude, ocean? Yeah, the dude was like, you're going to have to be more Pacific. Nice. nice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's, there you genius. Go. that's genius. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always bust his balls about saying cauliflower. Cauliflower. Oh, it's cauliflower. Or, or, or how do you say orange? Like a, you eat an orange. He says orange. It's like orange. 
like like a pirate eats an orange. <laughs> yeah. or something, well, pirates uh, would have had to not to get scurvy, right? Indeed, like they're indeed. eating the wrong thing. If not, um, <laughs> you'll notice the subtle differences in how I like pronounce stuff. Like sure. Australian seems to be a very like mutilated version of English. They, sure. Like, sure. I, I went to um, I went to a restaurant and. I, this guy uh, could speak like fluent Italian, but his English wasn't awesome. It yeah. was an Italian restaurant though, so that was that was great. Sure, sure. Um, you could order off the menu. There was like an Italian menu and stuff like that, right? They mean business. And yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and um, I basically just like like in a game, you need to be at least this level to unlock the, these like items in the menu. <laughs> <laughs> and depending on the level yeah, of Italian, yeah. you can you're yeah. Fluent in. yeah, yeah. Sure. I just looked down and was like, dude, I'm a five seven white guy. Just give me the yeah, white yeah. guy stuff. Anyway, so the trick would be to get that Google Translate app where you just yeah, how shine your phone just, over it, and it says, I mean, I don't know how close the translations are. It's but like a river dare cheat. A river dare cheat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could level up pretty quick in uh, <laughs> Italian with that. That would be like an like an expensive mod to buy, though. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, you maybe buy, I don't like, know. Actual currency. <laughs> yeah, but that I mean that's like years of uh, speaking in Italian, though. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so we go into this place, and I, I just I just said to him uh, straight up. Uh, can I grab the like this one? Like I just pointed to it, and I'm like, can I also get a Peroni? And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm just like a Peroni. And he's like, oh. that's how I would say it too. And and I didn't even. Know. It, it, it wasn't it wasn't even how I said it. It was just like. No, you can't. My voice was just put him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was like kind of like he was expecting me to say some say it weird, so he heard me say it weird. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, I did exactly what you well, said just then. I put one hand up and said <laughs> it exactly how I said it. But all I did was like did the sure. the, the fingers mm-hmm. like that, and he instantly yeah. I, I said a Peroni. Like, Peroni. He's like, oh, it's like okay. part sign language. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's kind of like it kind of like prompted him to do it. He's just like, oh, why didn't you just say so? Like his hands just going straight up. That's, there you go. There you go. That's that's funny. The first time I met a, a Mark from Australia, he said my name's Mac, and I was like, hey Mac. He was like, no, Mark. And I was like, Mac, yeah. <laughs> he was like, no, my name's Mark. And he said, I'm sorry, Mark. And I was like, oh, right, right, right. <laughs> that stuff's great. I, or uh, we, we did a tour with uh, the New Zealand band Ulcerate in the UK one time. Yep. And it was like the first night we were all together and we were kind of getting to know each other. <laughs> and we finished the sound check. Yep. And the drummer Jamie came up to me and he said, it sounds heavy. And... I, did, I had no idea what heavy meant. And I thought he was saying, like, we would make a joke in the U.S. It's a bad joke, but we would say, going to get the HIV, like HIV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would say, I want to, I, I'm sick, I have the HIV or something. Yeah. And uh, I thought he was saying it sounded heavy. Like, it sounded like you have HIV. And I was like, I don't, like, I don't get where you're going with It's like, it, it sounds like a joke, but I don't see the context. And he was like, is my accent that weird to you? Like, I, I Yes. Uh, I, I picked up that term from listening to the <laughs> Joey Diaz podcast. Like it, it, it'll be like you know, pushing some supplements for as he's like promoted promotion or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he'd just be like, "These supplements have you losing weight so fast." Be like, "You had to have." And I had to like, <laughs> Whoa. I had to like look it up. Damn, <laughs> that's racy. Yeah, it's funny. He's crazy, man. Joey Joey Diaz, like it's another level. Oh man, he yeah he he'll just throw out references like that, which is rad. But uh, it's it's just funny because that's just how he works. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's part of why he's a good comedian in his scene because he doesn't hold back on what he was what he was. Sure, doing. sure. He has a shock factor to it. But like he'll have people 
that he's paying out laughing at what he's saying. It's not he's just go, not just going for shock comedy. He's just literally saying it how it is, sure. and people will laugh at that. So I dig that. Sure. Yeah. But um, so you mentioned you um, headed over here. This is the first part of the tour. We're saying whereabouts from the states are you from? Uh, we both live in Tacoma, Washington, which is like half hour, forty five minutes south of Seattle. Okay. So I guess Seattle would kind of be like a home base still. Yeah. Well, maybe Tacoma's home base. I don't know. I would I would tell someone we're from Seattle because no one knows where Tacoma is. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit like when people ask, "Oh, yeah, so um, would I know which part of Austra- of Australia you're from?" It's like uh, Sydney. <laughs> yeah, sure, right. yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. It's like, look, Canberra's the capital. Sure. But everyone knows Sydney. Yeah. Everyone probably yeah. thinks Sydney's the capital. We both yeah. we both American. lived in in Seattle for years. Yeah. yeah. Right. So cool. So yeah. what, what's the scene like there compared to, you know, I mean, obviously you're traveling around, you're seeing all different different places. Sure, sure. Um, what's, the, what's the metal scene like over there, man? Um, I think it's um, on par with a lot of the larger cities in the U.S. It's it's really, there's good turnouts to shows very yeah. often. Um, we get a lot of bands coming through, uh, heavy metal bands in particular. Yep. Um, there's kind of like a little maybe play rivalry between Portland, Oregon and Seattle, Washington. Yep. It's like a three-hour drive between the two. So the scenes are very closely related. But uh, Yeah, it's actually similar to like here in Sydney. Sure, like there's yeah, a, sure. There's a, it's, not, it's just friend, friendly rivalry. It's not sure, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It's fine, yeah. Not, not like Bloods and Crips or anything. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah it's... Yet. it's yeah, yet, yeah. <laughs> yet to, yet to uh, have a, um, have a, like bands that we beef on like someone's like wants to be in this band but they're in that band like ah, we take someone's yeah, guitarist yeah. sort of thing <laughs> shit yeah. gets real sometimes you know yeah man yeah. especially over drummers like you guys are probably under oh yeah is it oh, like yeah. that so in australian it's band drummers like are that. definitely the yeah. harder mm-hmm. thing um to harder instrument to find somebody to to do um, that we got a few local drummers. There's like three main dudes in Canberra that like are always in at least two bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, the thing is though, they get a lot better a lot faster because they're in so many projects. Sure. Yeah, so sure. like they get to this like exponential rate where they're just constantly becoming not just the best drummers, but like. Is that why they drool all the time? <laughs> yeah, you know how you that, can tell when a stage is level. <laughs> When the drummer drooling out of both sides of their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it when you're talking and you many- think that you, you just throw a couple little hints in there to see if someone's listening. <laughs> uh, you guys come over from like from near near Washington or Seattle, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, sort of area. Um, I've had people from. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Todd from Psychroptic from the States, we interviewed him for the, um, for uh, the podcast. From, from the East Coast, is that correct? Um, I think he was... New Jersey? No, I can't remember. I'm not going to, like, drop it if I, like, and get sure, it wrong. Sure, sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I'll have Somewhere to in the States. look it up. And, and his story's pretty cool. So he's a he's a uh, hired gun, basically, for... for um, I only use that term because it was coined in that like sure, recent sure, documentary yeah, yeah. and it becomes more and more common I think it works uh, it's been yeah. going on for ages but I don't know whether it's always always been called that I don't know but anyway well, it's pretty cool to be like it's like a mercenary yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty cool to jump continents for that job that's a that's a that's awesome yeah so he basically they're taking our jobs I look at that the Australians taking all the hard working American <laughs> yeah, jobs yeah, or is it backwards I don't know, <laughs> I know. Americans are taking all the hard working Australian jobs what happened there like it was actually the, Amer- the Americans coming over so what happened was he he was um, 
he was hanging out with a guy who got a call and said, hey, do you want to play guitar for Psychoptic, uh, play bass for Psychoptic? He said to him, um, they said to him, uh, yeah, hang on, I'll give you a call back. And he gets off the phone, he's like, hey, Todd, I've got this band in Australia, they're pretty big, it's called Psychoptic, you want to um, play for them? And, uh, he's probably a shredder. Well, he's a guitarist, right? And yeah. he's like, man, I, I don't know, I could probably do bass though, you know? So, yeah, they were just about to do an American tour, and he's like, well, I'll meet you guys over here. So they came over, met him, and toured with him, like, off the bat. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, he's still in the band, it's like three years later. Oh, that's super cool. So, yeah, and, and they're, they're actually from Tasmania, they're from Hobart, which is, so Tasmania is an island sure, yeah, port. Yeah. Um, and uh, they've been in the scene for, eight, like, over ten years, um, dropping stuff. Darling. It's a bit of a... T- Tasmanian map on, on, the, on the face. Uh, oh, my face, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, Tasmania's the bit that looks like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, they, they did the a tour with Gorguts in, in the North America, is that correct? Uh, I don't know about... When, when was that? They did? Okay, yeah, someone was... Yeah, someone there we go. Look, here we go. Um, peanut peanut gallery more, over there. Yeah, contributing more than we ever could expect. Um, but yeah, look... The man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> We, we were um, talking about like touring like that, and um, Todd was saying like, dude, when you like, when you're on tours and stuff and things like that, you're hanging out with, you know, you're doing tours with like Whitechapel and shit. You're like, this is it. This is like in this scene. That's pretty much the pinnacle of where sure, it's at. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's cool. I think like sometimes, I don't know. You see bands that kind of like push the pinnacle up a little bit more with like, like I think Neurosis is a good example. I, mean, I don't really know what scene I would say they were ever a part of because they're so unique. But as time went on, like the rest just keeps getting cooler and cooler. I guess you keep pushing things up, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's a good scene like that. Like we had, uh, I don't know if you heard of the Aussie band uh, Parkway Drive. Um, yeah, they're, they're not really in this in this thing. But there's a park, Parkway Drive kill switch engage and Diardi's motor. Three guys and the kill switch engage. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was a rad gig, and it was not. It was at the um, one of the bigger venues in town, like more of the arena cool. type venues. But yeah, it was. It's cool to see those sort of bigger, bigger things coming through. And, Definitely. Um, and like when you think of it, like you're one degree of separation from bands like like, like I mentioned before, like Whitechapel and sure, like Massive, sure. uh, like like Delia Murder came here and Cradle of Filth, things like mm-hmm. that. Nice, nice. So like it's it's pretty cool to be kind of getting into that sort of like sure. higher level of kind of stuff and look um having having american accents on the on the sure, podcast sure. is like you know i think uh between you guys and todd that's like our internationals cool so far so you, the, we're, we're just really excited to be here you know we're very excited we're, it's like so far away from where we're from yeah and it's crazy you know i was i was talking to him before you know it might be the furthest from home i a- think i've ever absolutely met. and it, it's yep. also just crazy that we're, we're, we've gotten to come here to play music Yep. Yeah, for sure. You know, because we definitely didn't. I never imagined that that was going to happen. Um, I think it was always like a kind of a, a goal that seemed a little unobtainable. Totally. <laughs> and if not, it maybe was supposed to happen and then fell through for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah, cause yeah. It's so hard to get out here. Yeah. Especially for us. So it's like, you know, it's, it's just a pleasure to be here and be able to, like, you know, meet cool people and cruise yeah, around, right. see the country. And 
Yeah, so we saw kangaroos today. That's bad. Yeah, that's we actually right. rode the kangaroos today. <laughs> we haven't seen a drop bear yet, though. Yeah, we haven't seen a drop oh, bear. We heard they were everywhere. I heard they're ferocious. <laughs> yeah, dude. Keep an eye People out. have been really nice here, but the drop bears I've heard are not as nice. They're probably we... stalking us, just waiting for the right moment to drop. That's right. Well, the pe the people you've seen have like survived through the drop bear stage, so I'm glad that like you've managed to meet a few survivors. <laughs> I'm also happy to say that I haven't met a bin chicken that I didn't like yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's been taking pictures of them, like a bin chicken photo I, gallery you on know, his phone right it's now. It's raining today. They all got a shower. I heard. Yeah, yeah, clean bin chickens. <laughs> oh man, the, <laughs> the banter of touring. Um, yeah, that's cool, man. So you guys are um, both original members. Or, like, have you? Uh, what's been the dynamic of the band? I mean, to get into a two-piece is pretty interesting. Jesse, you joined in like 2015, mm -hmm. I think, right after Four Phantoms yeah. was released. Uh, yeah, the original drummer Adrian Guerra and I started the band, and um, we parted ways right after the second full-length Four Phantoms came out. Okay. Jesse joined on, and. Um, yeah, and then we re we did this record uh, in 2017. It came out. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean it's kind of, it it's it's still very much the uh, same band, but Je Jesse has a, a has a different element to it, of course. Like he yeah. had started playing the organ, and um, I think right. kind of opened opened things up a lot with that. It was pretty cool, you know. Dylan and I have known each other, I guess, for about 12 years now, uh, through other projects yep. and just whatever. So, yeah, we both met before we even lived in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, we both lived in different states that weren't Washington, knew yep. each other. And, um, I'd been bugging him to play in a band with me for years. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then the opportunity arose, and it happened, and it was very natural. Like, it clicked pretty much immediately, um, even yeah. though I was playing old songs yeah. originally. And, uh yeah, it was cool. So, like, this new album, or Mirror Reaper, was the first thing that he and I did together. Completely and, together. Yeah, and kind of, now it's time to start writing new shit. <laughs> that's good, man. How's it feel, like, clicking with a new member and then putting out a new album that's completely, completely just you guys? Well, it, I think a cool thing that, it, just kind of the way it worked out, is um, when we started playing together, he was learning all the stuff on Four Phantoms to go on, to go tour that around. And uh, kind of like in getting that, you know, like every band kind of has their own like weird little unique feel to it. I think in like us establishing that, we were able to kind of focus on it more and dig into it and expand on it. And then when when it came time to start writing the new record, it was like we're already kind of on the same page with, with that stuff. It was like how do we apply it to the things that are being put on the table as far as structure goes. Okay. Uh, and and I think we were able to expand on it quite a bit. And I, I'm looking forward to starting new stuff because we can just go that much further yeah I can imagine um, it's kind of like you've bedded that first album there you can kind of experiment sure, yeah, with yeah, other yeah. stuff and seeing like <coughs> pushing boundaries and things definitely, definitely, which is yeah. definitely a trait of like a band that's got like good longevity I guess sure, to, to, sure. to change sure. and evolve definitely yeah, yeah. I mean as I said there's anything wrong with bands that um, oh, aren't always evolving yeah like there's the ACDCs of the world and I hope they never stop playing yeah. oh I'm in Australia talking about ACDC hello yeah, that's cool. yeah there you go that was but totally unintentional it's like a, like a like a mutual band we can both kind of yeah, like yeah. it's like the like the like the common ground sure yeah uh, one of them anyway but um yeah anyway we'll, we'll well, there's Buffalo too right Buffalo is from Sydney isn't it Buffalo yeah, yeah. Oh, that, love see, that everyone's stuff. joining in 
Get it, get it all That's done. the man behind the curtain, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should just have a few cards. <laughs> like in, Did you uh, interject the subjects? Whiteboard, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, like in Land of the Dead, where they got the dude on the roof across the other side, he's like holding up the. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that Land of the Dead? I don't remember. One of them. Yeah. One, one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, all trapped in the mall. <laughs> I think that was Land of the Dead. Yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, true, true. <laughs> Um, the apocalypse is here. We just didn't notice. It's definitely here. Um, but yeah, anyway, no, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up with that. It's been good catching up, guys, and uh, good good, good meeting over a podcast, I guess. And um, looking forward to seeing some stuff tonight. Um, Absolutely. Whatever you may have in store for us. There's no secret to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, this is the moment they didn't tell us about what they did. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> cool. All right, we'll close it up with that and. Um, stick around to uh, listen to some Bell Witch tracks. If, is there a favourite that you think we should chuck on after this? Um, remember that we've got not a, like, it's a, probably a within a 10 minute song if you've got any sort of under that limit. I would say just try to find a chunk in the uh, last record somewhere. The, the, the last record just has one track, which yeah. is like 80 some odd minutes. Minutes, yeah. I'd say maybe like around the 20 minute mark is when it gets pretty exciting. Cool. Well, we could actually tease that. So after this, we'll tease sample from the um, latest record, and Perfect. and then also drop a um, drop a link in the in the um, description to uh, to get the whole track. Cool. Okay. So there we go. Stick around to listen to that here on Canberra Metalheads. We are Bellwitch, and you're listening to Canberra Metalheads. That was another section of the song Mirror Reaper by Bellwitch. Before they heard an interview with the guys from Bellwitch, 
Um, catching up with those guys was fun. It was good to uh, to get some internationals on the show. You hear those accents coming in, and you're like, "Whoa, got some um, got some bigger bands coming through." Ah, uh, you're getting more and more multicultural every day, man. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right, man. And uh, Bell Witch is an exception from that. I think they're um, they're my I think my first international band, um, okay. not first international member, because we had um, Todd from Psychroptic on the show, and as we know, he's from the states. But um, yeah, so Bellwitch, first international band and also first two-piece band that we've ever had on the show. Okay. So that's cool, man. And also just to kick it off with, um, you know, a big band there. Sick. Um, but speaking of um, gigs and bands, we've got our gig guide coming up. So the Canberra Metalheads gig guide. Coming up, we have the New Year's Eve at the basement. That's a Shenanigans Entertainment gig, and uh, you can find out more about that by looking at the Shenanigans page for other bands that are on it, but that's on the 31st of December, obviously being New Year's. Some of the bands that we've picked up from there are Johnny Roadkill. Yep. Sketch Method. Black Mountain. Georgia Davis. Yeah, Georgia Davis. And also some burlesque performed by... Seeker it's a good lineup there, and there's obviously more to more um, than that on the bill. So check that one out to find out all the other bands that are that are playing there, and make sure it's that for. exactly, and and also make sure you um, pre-purchase your tickets there because that one will sell out very quickly, uh, and as well as uh, I know that's where I'll be spending my New Year's. Yep, yep. Canberra Metalheads New Year's at the basement. Exactly. So yeah. um, game on, game on. <laughs> so come on down and say hello to uh jay or myself if you see us out and about we're always happy to uh meet some of the listeners if you haven't met us already and if you if you're mates with us come up and say hi anyway because we love chatting oh i love chatting that's for sure i love a chat mate <laughs> i love a good chat <laughs> so uh that's the that's rounding off this year worth of gigs and moving on into next year we've got kirk's with a heavy heart yeah man it's on the 9th of February at Transit Bar. For the full Doom experience, come February 9th with Heavy Heart. It's been marketed as the uh, Doom Mini Fest, so that's, I think this is the first oh, no, year I've one, seen it. I think um, it's my third year. Oh, uh, sorry, that's the first year I've seen it called Doom Mini Fest. Ah, so like it's, it's, Canberra's it's, premier Doom Mini Fest. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of, hopefully that sticks as a name and becomes a thing. Yeah, man love what kirk does yeah i i like um i like what kirk's doing with all that i think that um previously he came on in on the show for um a chromatic death show oh yeah for um for one of the promotions of with a heavy heart too so it's got a fairly fairly strong stable roots in the show and on the station so thanks for uh, for, for the gigs over the years and everybody should um head out and see that one as well for lovers of doom and also uh, to wish kurt anything brutal <laughs> well also to wish kurt a happy birthday as oh, well because that's oh. a birthday gig and uh coming up into the next big gig um that's come across our radar we've got uh quest fest on west fest that one there's the 16th of march uh next year and mm-hmm. it's uh, already shaping up to be a big one as part of that gig, they reached out to us and uh, asked if they could um, speak a little bit more about the show. And obviously, we're welcoming of that because we want to know more ourselves. Joined here with um, got Jay Decay and also got Tim Brown here from um, the promotion behind Quest Fest. Yeah, good to be here. Good to have you in the studio, man, and uh, talk a little bit more about the upcoming gig. This one's a fairly big one, so it makes sense why we want to expand on it some more. Um, it's 
been a fairly regular show in the um, in the scene. How long have you guys been running it for? Well, we've only done Quest Fest the once this year. A lot of the bands that are on the current and the previous lineup yep. have done a bunch of shows together already. So. It's good that you've compiled it all into one thing now. So you, I've uh, noticed a lot of bands um, that are playing in Quest Fest have played, you know, with Beast Impaler in the past and things like that. So it's good to um, good to have it all on one bill. Well, yeah, that's kind of how we found out about a lot of the bands that we are playing with. But um, this year, we also just kind of put out the word to apply. Like if yep. any bands that we hadn't heard of, just, um, yeah, we got them to send their stuff our way and we went from there. There's a couple of bands that we did pick up that way, but the majority of the bands that we have um, on the bill this year, like we've, we've played with it, all Carl's bands played with them yep. or something, yeah. Yeah. Um- for everyone listening that doesn't know, um, you're from um, Beast Impaler, and also mm. Carl's band is Carl's band Sarah Lise. Yep, and that's um, yeah another one that's on the Quest Fest bill as well. Excellent. Yeah, so uh, you got those two, and um, f- to cure everyone's curiosity, um, in case they haven't seen already all the promotion going on, uh, who is on the bill? We've got the headliners this year are Awakened Solas and yep. Oberon. Okay, I think Oberon. It might be their first time actually in Canberra. Excellent. Um, I can't actually confirm that though, but yeah, yeah it's uh, going to be a big show for them though. Um, they've just recently completed their lineup again, so I know that they've got some new members. Um, same with a few of the bands that are actually on the bill, so it'll be good to have a, a complete show for all those bands again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got Dark Law coming down from Queensland. They're more sort of um, uh, black metal, whereas the uh, Wake and Solace and Oberon um, have more symphonic em- elements, so it kind of kind of all blends in in its own sort of way. Yep. We've also got Triple Kill from Melbourne, who are just tons of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're just like some more heavy metal type stuff, but they're all got the fantasy and video game themes, so they'll fit in some sort of nerdy way like the rest of the bands. <laughs> yeah. um, we got Sarah Lise, we got my own band, Beast Impaler. Um, we've also got this really interesting band who was one of the ones that contacted us um, from South Australia. I can never be sure if I pronounce it correctly, but they're called Kazkariv mm-hmm. or Kazkariv or something along the lines of that. <laughs> um, they're more sort of uh, f- on the folk side of the music. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not really a, a heavy band, but they, they're they going to bring like such a good energy and such a, like a, a party element to it. It's going to be great. They've got a lot of um, sort of traditional European sounding um, folk songs. I think mm-hmm. some of their members are actually European. Okay. Um so yeah, they're going to be a great, uh, great addition to this one. Oh yeah, and you've also got um, Arcrane on there as well. Yeah, yeah, I heard that was sick, man. Yeah, it's like a. From what I've seen, it was like a folk slash black metal band. And we've also got returning again is uh, Dan Kelly, who just opened the show last year. Is like his acoustic act, and um, yeah, that was actually like a fan favorite. So we got him back next year. You started announcing stuff early on, um, and get, getting some getting some interest. Get that good hype. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last year we had to get um we're gonna try ramp up the like the advertisements and all that stuff mm-hmm. again because um obviously with this type of music Facebook's probably realistically like one of our only outlets for um mm-hmm. advertisement. But yeah. um earlier this year it did work really well. We had way more people come than um than we expected. Excellent. So, I mean, yeah, we're gonna try to do some more of that. We've got uh in the works some more local places again. Like yeah. early this year <laughs> we had um uh, reload, like the gaming bar and Yeah, I've um, heard of Reload. Yeah, they they chipped in for some uh, helping us out advertising with their posters and things and um contributed to some prize packs that we had. Mm-hmm. And the prize packs were like a really great idea because some of them were mixed up of like um merch from the bands and things. Yep. Others were to bring in people that aren't often in the scene, like mm-hmm. just to bring in more people and yeah it worked so well like we had 
easily double the crowd that we expected to bring in. Excellent. So hopefully there's even more. That's really yeah. positive, man. I, re- I really like the, the exhibition stuff with, with some of the, the uh, reenactment-y kind of stuff. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. great, yeah. We're going to be doing, like, another uh, costume competition and stuff like we did earlier this year as well. Yeah, um, that seemed to bring in so many people. And the people actually put in, like... 110% for some of their costumes. Like, yeah. we had these two guys dressed up as, like, orcs and stuff. They had <laughs> metal armor and stuff like that. It was crazy, Perfect. yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun, man, especially when you've got um, good fun bands playing on the bill, yeah. you know, get that party vibe going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, all the bands that are playing have... If they don't have a song that's... um, Well, if they're not more of an upbeat sort of style, they've at least got a drinking song. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. What it seems to be, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it will be a lot of fun. Um, earlier this year, we happened to land right on St. Paddy's Day. Mm-hmm. So we had, um, like, the, the venue, the basement, was doing um, some specials on, like, Guinness or something. And yeah. then that disappeared in, like, the first half hour or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think it'll be another year of just everyone just kind of letting loose and... um well yeah just a lot of fun yeah exactly man it's good to hear that you've also got backing from places like reload because they're a relatively new bar in town so yeah uh, like in 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 the grand scheme of things so um i hear they're doing a lot of good work i've haven't been down there myself i've always been meaning to put some time aside to uh, go check them out so there's another another plug for another cool venue in town yeah man i go there and to um, Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they have, like, a competition there weekly. I, I hear that's cool. where, um, um, like, Vamp and Chrome's moved to as well. Yeah, so Yeah, yeah. So uh, there, there's a lot of crossover with the metal scene and that scene as well. So I'm sure there's a lot of fans out there that listen to the show that, that um, go to those events as well. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, well, uh, that's the lineup for Quest Fest. And also, it sounds like a lot of fun with all of the, um, you know, the, the dress up and things like <laughs> yeah, that. I yeah. like this idea of um, actually having not just a band, but a themed sort of thing. Well, that's kind of what the. Because of all the bands that we, we know and we've met over the years, um, that all seem to have like a, a different stage presence, but not necessarily they're just getting up and playing their music, but all of these types of bands, like the folk metal and symphonic stuff, they've all got their own their own look on the stage. And half the time they've got their own like um, different stage personas and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just figured to gather as many bands like that as we could but also to get the audience to join in on that. So with mm-hmm. the bands dressing up, like Dark Lore especially who are playing, they've got like some crazy armor. <laughs> like it's it's going to be so good. But um, uh, we figured, yeah, it'd be great to have just, you know, the people coming to watch the show, encourage them to do it as well because when the bands get off stage, half the time they're still in their, like, in their gear, in their outfits. Yeah, yeah. So it's good to see them with a whole bunch Mingle of other people and, yeah. that are also like that. Like yeah. they made it, it, it really was a... Well, for anything I've been to, it was a different experience. Like, um, yeah, a really different vibe just in the audience, just mm-hmm. between bands and yeah. even before the show. Like, it was, um, yeah, a really cool vibe. It's it's cool to see that the, the audience getting into it as much as the bands. Like, a lot of the time when you go to a gig, you can nearly tell who's in a band by the way that, you know, they dress or what they... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but it's, it's just crazy to think about this idea where you know you really don't know who's performing or not because everyone's out to like you know to they're they're all dressed up everyone's having fun and you know it becomes more submersive um as opposed to like band break band break um yeah it's good to mix it up a bit i mean yeah no absolutely like um that's the thing with all these like all the folk metal bands that for some reason australia's got a really oh a really quickly growing following of folk metal as well Mm -hmm. um which 
you know, is mainly a, a European thing. And yep. even though half the bands here still sing about, you know, Vikings and stuff that <laughs> good Australian Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so all the, the clothing and stuff, the bands were always like suits of armor, yep. um, like, like I said, Viking stuff and that. So there's so many people with an interest to that in Australia already. Mm-hmm. So this just kind of encouraged to encourage them to come along as well. Even if they weren't into like heavy music and stuff, mm-hmm. we found so many new fans and just so many more people that enjoyed it that would just, um, you know, into live action role play and stuff, not necessarily the music. Yep. And then, yeah, this whole aspect of coming in like your into your outfit or your cosplay or whatever yeah, yeah. really brought them in as well. Yeah, I think that's one thing that it's actually going to do um, more of is um, people that aren't necessarily in the scene mm. are coming along, like you mentioned before, because they're into dressing up, the costumes and all that sort of stuff. As well as I think that folk is for the most part a fairly safe bet for someone that might not necessarily listen to metal to get into like i mean i know a lot of people that might not necessarily be into metal but they would appreciate a good folk song yeah yeah Uh, because it's like fun it's like a themed themed music you know what i mean yeah that's what we've definitely found like like i said the amount of people from the last quest first that seemed to really enjoy the night and the bands and everything had never heard of the bands before yep um but it was such a good introduction to them uh, even if they weren't into like heavier stuff, but it was just that it wasn't anything too, I don't know, too extreme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was a much broader audience than you do see at a lot of shows. Yeah, well, things like this sort of broaden the audience and also they um, expand, you know, the listening to, um, of the audience to, you know, they might be there to watch a specific band, catch another band, and be like, "Well, I, well, I didn't, I haven't heard those guys before, but I really like what they what they yeah, did." Yeah, yeah. You know, they might hear one of the earlier, like you mentioned before, you got a little bit of um, black metal style yeah, in there. Yeah. So I might be there to watch like a folk band, catch some black metal, and start exploring down that avenue. So it definitely it broadens the horizons of everybody. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Like at the. Um at this year's show when we did it because again that was the first quest first we had weren't so set on the bands that were playing in terms of like we did have a a broad selection to pick from um Mm -hmm. who showed interest but we kind of just went with a bit of a mix to see what went down well um but we did have tamalan empire who yeah uh, yeah, like symphonic black metal with all these Mm -hmm. middle eastern elements um they got such good feedback from the show so mainly we'll be focusing on like uh the sort of folk side of of the scene but um any of the sort of fantasy elements that's mm-hmm. why we're bringing back like dark lore who are also like black metal yep they've got this fantasy element and that's what fits them into the whole bill but um they're still a, a little bit different so it's a bit of variety still in the um excellent in the overall yeah overall set cool all right so that's the uh that's the plug for quest fest um as we mentioned before in the guide you've got that one coming up on the um the 16th of march yep uh, 2019 so put your um put your reservations in now so that you can uh you can go and check that one out and start working on your outfit and costume <laughs> um just to make it a little bit a little bit more of a uh, of a whole experience yeah and we're gonna again we're gonna have um like uh some prizes giveaways costume comp and stuff like that so it's definitely worth putting in um well yeah putting in the effort and coming in the, like your costume or like your yeah. your larp gear or whatever like, yeah it's yeah just to make it more fun yeah. so where can everybody um see more info on this uh 
mainly on Facebook. So if you just look up, uh, there is the event for Quest Fest 2019, but there's also the promo company, which is Girth Sword. Okay. Um, it's spelt exactly as it sounds, so just yep. Girth and Sword. Girth Sword Promotions, that has uh, all the Quest Fest info. That'll also have the links for the tickets, which are out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's always going to be a pre-sale option, which are a bit cheaper. Um, and they'll be coming up in probably the next couple of weeks. Awesome. So check out those and uh, keep an eye out for some upcoming tickets so that you can secure yourself a spot. Um, And thank you for coming into the show and thanks for uh, talking some more about QuestFest. No worries. Good to be here. Thank you. And uh, just to close out the... the, the end end of the quest fest hype so that everyone have a little taste of what what's in store for them we mentioned before they had the um the one of the headliners of um awakened solace um and this is this is one of their tracks with the passing here on canberra metalheads
that was Awaken Solace with The Passing. Little taste for what you've got in store for uh, QuestFest. Managed to catch up with Tim Brown to talk a little bit more about that gig as one of the promoters for it. It was good to have him in the studio and have a chat, learn a bit more about the upcoming gig. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to seeing all those cosplays. Yeah, man. Should be all fun. All the bands. Yep. See some see some people um, putting some passion into their outfits and also bringing some, um, bringing some fun to the stage. Yeah, man. And to the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Should be a good one to go out to, so check that one out. That's all we've got time for in this episode. Thanks for uh, tuning in and listening to some... Uh, we got two two interviews t- tonight. We had um, Bell Witch, but also we got to catch up with Tim, so it got that sort of diversity and also people reaching out and chatting to us. Love it. Hey, keep getting in contact with us, guys. If you have a show, if you have a band, if you want to promo yourself, send us a message. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, head on out and um, we'll have a chat. And... Uh, Thank, thank you all for everyone's support. You probably um, you've probably seen some um, some of the posts and sharing and things like that. So thank you very much for um, keeping up on the socials. It uh, helps us out a lot, uh, reach as many people as possible. So thanks for all the likes, shares, and comments that we've been getting so far. Indeed, thanks so much, guys. That's exactly right. Yeah, thank you everybody for uh, our support, and also thank you for supporting all the bands that come on the show. Because obviously, without um, without them or without your support they wouldn't be able to keep going so it uh it it helps keep the scene alive and keeps the keeps the engine turning indeed bro indeed well so um closing it up now with uh one of the canberra canberra black metal bands that we've um played on the show before and uh it's been a little while since we've heard this track so it's about time we uh played it played it again and plus you might may have noticed these guys have um Got, got some stuff in the works at the moment you can uh, pick up some of their merch if you go out to their gigs or you want to pick grab anything mm-hmm. hit them up hit them up, up thanks for listening so far Marky Malpas and JDK and um, right now we're going to listen to the closing track for the show Black Mountain with Unzooked Unmoored and Necromancer's Moon here on Canberra Metalheads until next time keep it metal and stay brutal